Hello and thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, August 16th. Let's jump into today's top stories. In the first of a two-part interview with the Richmond Times-Dispatch's David Teal, Virginia Tech AD Whit Babcock discusses a number of topics, including the Hokies' two road trips against group of five teams this season. Babcock stating, yeah, that is suboptimal. No disrespect to Liberty and ODU. In the nine years that I've been here, this was always the season we looked at where we were not scheduled the way we want to be. We've known it was a bit of an albatross, and those are going to be tough games to win, right? We should win, but anytime you go on the road, and with a new coaching staff. On NIL, Babcock feels like the Hokies are competitive, quote, but what it is in year one is not what it means in year two, three, four. The college model has been facilities, and it will be interesting to see through courts and everything else what that ends up being. But we have been in a model that is going to be a big boat to turn. The importance of Virginia Tech as a leading ACC football brand is something Babcock embraces, though he acknowledges that, since 2011 we haven't been where we want to be. Even Alabama missed on three straight head coaches before they got to Nick Saban, and back in the day, Oklahoma was down. But you can't stay down much longer than we have and be relevant, and we feel like we're certainly back on track and in a hurry to do it. But we don't want to take shortcuts because we want to build it for the long haul. With so many known unknowns lingering ahead of tomorrow's California Board of Regents meeting, to discuss UCLA's departure for the Big Ten, the Mercury News' John Wilner focuses on what is known, noting, if, as many expect, college football and basketball players are eventually deemed pseudo-employees and compensated directly by the schools. For services rendered, the Big Ten's enormous revenue stream will allow UCLA to meet that demand. As for the collateral damage within the UC system, the Bruins likely will argue that they aren't fiscally responsible for Cal's cash-strapped athletic department, which stands to lose millions in conference distributions without the LA media market. And know this, the powerful figures who govern Stanford, Washington and Oregon, from university presidents, trustees and regents to state legislatures and perhaps even governors, are keenly interested in the level of political pushback UCLA receives from California Governor Gavin Newsom, and the UC regents. JohnCanzano.com's eponymous webmaster explores ways to fix the Pac-12 networks, beginning with a reduction in the number of feeds. Seven feeds is overkill. The transmission costs and overhead are too high. Former Fox Sports president Bob Thompson believes they should consider consolidating to a single feed that has a fair representation of the remaining 10 schools. That would result in a stronger national feed that would appeal to viewers across the conference's footprint on expanded basic and outside the territory on some sort of optional tier. Consolidating to one feed may also, Thompson adds, be the network's only chance to secure a carriage deal with DirecTV and will also be important in continuing to receive carriage in the Los Angeles DMA. In personnel news. Maine will retain an outside firm to help with the selection of Black Bears AD Ken Ralph's successor. The university has announced it is seeking individuals and firms qualified in executive searches to lead the process. SIU Edwardsville has named men's golf head coach Derek Brown as interim AD. UCF is looking to extend its naming rights deal with Addition Financial for the school's basketball venue, according to the Orlando Sentinel's Jason Beattie, who reports the university is seeking trustees' approval for a 12-year deal worth $20 million that would go into effect on January 1, 2023. BYU inks a five-year partnership with Okavu to allow fans to buy and sell BYU-related NFTs 
in a deal Okavu CEO John Cheney says could be worth upwards of $20 million in the first year alone. Cougar's associate AD for corporate sponsorships Casey Stauffer says the CooksRise.com platform allows unprecedented access for the most loyal fans in the country and creates the opportunity for Cougar student-athletes to earn money in an NCAA-compliant way. The Salt Lake Tribune's Kevin Reynolds explains how the process will work, fans will buy packs of NFTs, like they would a pack of baseball cards, and can choose to keep or trade them on the platform. However, Cheney would like most of the NFTs to be kept instead of traded. The point of the marketplace is for fan experience, he says, and not so people can buy NFTs to then turn them for a profit. Although, he said, some of that is bound to happen. Thank you for tuning in to the Evening Standard of the D1T in 5 for Tuesday, August 16th. We'll see you back here bright and early tomorrow morning.